Namaste. Welcome to this uh, podcast. On the birthday of Rama, today is a festival called Sri Rama Navami. It's the festival where we celebrate the birthday of Rama. Rama is one of the gods, one of the avatars in the Indian tradition. of course we have lot of gods and goddesses many times i keep joking we have 333000 plus gods and goddesses so rama is one of the important expressions of the of the god because in indian tradition we have so many gods and goddesses because the indian tradition believes that everything is god everything is an expression of the god the same truth is manifesting as all these forms both living non living and everything the truth is not different from what you see and experience the god is not sitting somewhere god is everything everything is god so the concept is as simple as that like the dance and the dancer are not separate when you are looking at the dance you are looking at the dancer when you are looking at the dancer you are looking at the dance you cannot separate them similarly the creation and the creator are not different so we are actually all nothing but god so this is a very profound concept it needs to be understood it's not um, as as simple as i am presenting it you need to give a lot of thought because a lot of questions will arise a lot of doubts a lot of objections everything will be there it's a process we need to understand like suddenly if a theory of relativity is explained then we may not it may not make sense to us but you, you we can do that we can understand this is a process is there there is a pedagogy to it and all that so when we are talking about rama today uh, the we have to remember one thing in indian tradition we have lot of a mixture mix up of philosophy culture religion mythology they are all quite intertwined you we, we need to understand them clearly otherwise it gives lot of confusion that's how a lot of people who haven't understood the whole thing properly who haven't studied the whole thing properly just picked up a book here and there and studied something and then they thought they understood and they either give commentaries to this or they criticize so here we have to understand we have lot of festivals in india lot of festivals are there because one life is a celebration and two the festivals are occasions for us to focus on different aspects like in the modern time also we have lot of festivals modern festivals now what are modern festivals like the independence of a country the country becoming a republic or uh, we have fathers day mothers day uh, women's day um, like this we have so many valentines day um, or we have the religious festivals like good friday easter um or christmas new year there are so many things so many festivals these are all festivals these are all special days occasions to contemplate think about a particular aspect of our life life is a, is like a a painting is a big canvas on which all these things are painted so you start 
appreciating different aspects of life so in order to do that they created all these festivals so that's how in india we have lot of festivals some are seasonal festivals some are festivals based on the astrology astronomy like the change of the uh, the sun moving transiting from one thing to other thing or the planets transiting from one uh, one phase to another phase one sign to another sign or we have festivals uh, which are like uh, party festivals celebration festivals we have festivals where you sit and meditate contemplate do some tapas that is like fasting observing silence we have a lot of festivals and each festival also is pretty very much connected to the food connected to the food which is again in turn connected to the season so the foods which are um, uh, cooked or made during these uh, seasonal uh, changes if you see the ayurvedic connection to you can see ayurvedic connection to the festivals and what we eat so there is a lot of culture ayurveda um, then religion in it there is a philosophy behind there is a spirit behind the festival there is a form for the festival external forms are different but the spirit behind it is there we need to understand and also lot of mythological stories are there representing different things like victory over victory over evil by the good and then uh, like that so today is a festival we it's a very one of the important festivals in we have lot of festivals but certain festivals are considered as important festivals <clears throat> so today's festival is the birthday of rama so rama is one of the main incarnations or avatars of vishnu so we have a trinity concept of brahma vishnu and shiva so we have only avatars or incarnations for vishnu uh, brahma and shiva we don't talk about the incarnations mainly predominantly we talk about different incarnations of vishnu because vishnu is the universal intelligence doing the job of maintaining this creation uh, brahma is the universal intelligence doing the job of creation vishnu is the universal intelligence doing the job of maintenance maintenance of this creation and shiva is the universal intelligence doing the job of destruction so vishnu because it's a maintenance we have lot of issues in the creation we have lot of things because the totality has created expression of the energy and the energy can express itself in 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 a good way or in a bad way because energy per se is neither good nor bad energy is energy which needs to be guided by the awareness that's why we talk about actually feminine and masculine in the form of energy and awareness feminine is energy masculine is awareness that's how it is taken we don't talk about masculine energy and feminine energy we say awareness and energy so many times in this creation uh, evil predominates so then evil when we say evil some people try to say that don't say evil good and all there is nothing like that everything is great it's not like that there is evil that which takes us away from the truth is evil that which gives pain to people around is evil if something is giving me pain and to people around me pain uh, or it is hurting if it is not good for me and not good for people around me it is bad something which is good for me and good for people around me is is good that means if i am doing something and it is giving me good but it is not doing good to the others then it is not good then it is bad 
so we, you think over it you think over it then you will be able to appreciate what i am saying so so when people are hurting others then it is not good for example if i am a scientist and i am creating something and uh, i get lot of joy out of this creation but then it is doing so much harm to everyone around that is not really a, a a good work it may be a scientific work but it is not a good thing for the society that's how we see lot of scientific things are not really good for the um, majority they are doing damage to the environment and they are also doing lot of damage to uh the fellow human beings the fellow animals and uh, and everything around so so this is what we uh, say of uh, good and evil so when the evil starts dominating then we have a concept in india that is not exactly a savior concept but we say that the totality takes a human form that is the concept of avatar avatar is uh, is the one this is the totality descends it is coming down means the totality takes a human form to do a particular job is like a robo the totality takes a human form or any form it need not be a human form because the first avatar is a fish uh, that is called matsya avatar second avatar is a, is a turtle tortoise or turtle the third avatar is a, a, a wild boar so we have avatars like this but mainly there are we call them as 10 avatars nine have already come one is yet to come so in this sequence of the totality taking different forms so rama is considered as the seventh avatara the eighth avatara is krishna ninth avatara is buddha tenth is yet to come so seventh avatara is rama the beauty of this uh, festival is uh, it's like a it comes on the ninth day of this particular month called the month of the chaitra the bright fortnight so on the ninth day that's when navami is the ninth day so rama was born on this day that's what people believe is <coughs> a matter of faith so it's celebrated as the birthday of rama why should we celebrate the birthday of rama because rama represents a lot of qualities rama is not considered rama himself never considered himself as the avatara or god rama considered himself as a human being he was born as a prince and went through lot of it the whole story of rama comes in the epic called ramayana ramayana is we have two epics ramayana and mahabharata ramayana has 24000 verses the whole ramayana is in sanskrit written by valmiki and it's written in verse form and there are 24000 verses it is the story of rama so in this the whole journey of rama is depicted beautifully in a most poetic way representing all the uh, the qualities all the 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 poetry involving all the emotions ramayana includes all possible emotions they are depicted beautifully so what is meant by rama rama means uh, lovely beautiful uh, pleasant uh, joyful blessed so these are all the meanings of rama and rama is also peculiarly the word comes in bible it comes in uh, many other traditions 
there also the rama meaning is like lofty in hebrew i think rama means lofty um, uh, elevated something like that so very the more or less the same meaning comes up there one who revels revels enjoys so rama is something it is the nature of the self rama actually is is the uh, nature of the self that is how it is described or explained because we all revel in our own self or spirit so that is the core of the whole rama but then the story of rama if we see rama though was a god as born as a human being and lived like a human being and showed to the world how a human being an ideal human being should live so his whole life is to do with a lot of ups and downs but amidst all the ups and downs amidst all crisis situations uh, lived a life of balance this is very important aspect which i will explain <coughs> sorry so rama had three more brothers there were four brothers rama lakshmana bharata shatrughna so they were four brothers rama was the eldest so rama was the eldest so he was to become the 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 king so the king his father dasharatha he decided to uh, coronate rama as the prince once they coronate someone as the prince that means he will be the uh, next king so rama was to be coronated as prince it was declared so the next morning uh, they were to coronate him and then things happened so rama had a stepmother rama's mother was kausalya and there is another one called kaikeyi so who was the mother of uh, bharata so she emotionally manipulated rama's father dasharatha because dasharatha gave some words to kaikeyi sometime the table uh, you can ask me two wishes any time you want because you helped me kaikeyi helped dasharatha in a difficult situation so he said you can ask me any two wishes and when he was giving that word he never imagined that she can ask something very very uh, dangerous or bad things he just thought she being a woman she will ask something nice she will ask for some nice dresses or something a diamonds or something and so he gave word she said i will ask them whenever i want and he post she postponed them so the day the previous day uh, when uh, to rama to be made as the prince so she came to know that rama is going to be made prince and then she felt intensely jealous and she asked her husband that is the father of rama that uh, i you promised me to fulfill two wishes and uh, now i want them so then he being a king he has to abide by his words because in indian tradition we have a saying that even if life goes we our word should not go means we we are ready to give up our life but not give up our word that's given as a as is considered as a big big value because imagine if somebody doesn't fulfill their word that means they are not trustworthy so if especially if a king is not uh, 
uh, following his own words then cannot be trusted people lose trust in that king then it's a big thing big problem so then uh, she asked two those two wishes to be fulfilled now and uh, what are they one she said my son bharata should be coronated two drama should be uh, banished to forests for 14 years 14 years he should be sent away to forest dasharada is was a crest fallen completely devastated because he understood what she was uh, aiming she said he told her this is not the nice thing you are very jealous it is the custom that the eldest should become the king and uh, the rama is having also not just not only just is is the eldest but he is also qualified in every sense everyone loves him people love him so we we should make him the prince you are selfish and you are jealous this is not nice she said don't give all the logic you just tell me whether you will fulfill the words you gave or you won't fulfill and he was in a dilemma he he cannot say i won't fulfill my word being a king it completely ruins so rama came to know of it he went and told his father why are you so upset don't worry i will go to the forest for 14 years let bharata rule the kingdom let him become the prince so this was something we had to understand it's like just the previous night next morning one is going to become the prince and the previous night he is being asked he is being told that not only he will not become the prince but he also has to go to the forest 14 years without carrying anything she puts a condition that he should go to the forest not with all the paraphernalia should he should not carry everything he should just go with uh, with no no backpack no backpacks no suitcases no dresses nothing just she should go whatever he is wearing he should just go with that and then dasaratha said this is completely inhuman you cannot put such conditions and he said why you want to send him to forest let him be here let bharata rule the kingdom she said no everyone likes rama so if bharata is ruling people won't listen to my son's words they won't obey him so if rama should not be around he should be sent away to forest and why 14 years somehow 14 she chose 14 uh, a multiple of 7 so they say every 7 years things will repeat like you no know, your our body entire body is, uh, is is changing every 7 years so every 7 years we have a new body everything every cell in our body changes in 7 years so she chose two cycles of that 14 years and should go 14 years 14 also represents many other things uh, the 10 senses plus four uh, aspects of the mind all that so we'll not get into that but uh, so he has to go so the most beautiful thing here is that rama was completely balanced amidst this crisis situation next morning he was to become a prince and uh, the previous night he is asked to leave the kingdom and go into the forests and live in the forests far away from all the city life forests are real forests they are not like uh, some modern day forests with no trees so they are dangerous so he he took it he was very balanced he didn't become angry with his father he didn't become angry with his stepmother and uh, he said please don't revolt some people were ready to revolt some people were ready to fight the mother his own younger brother lakshmana he said i will go and fight for you he said no i can fight for myself but that's not the 
right thing so this is the hallmark of the life of rama he maintained balance and equanimity he was emotional but same time he was able to maintain calm so that was the beautiful uh, it's it's is a lesson it's a teaching it's a teaching because we all are going through different difficult situations in life but we also lose balance we become angry we become upset and we say it is uh, human to be upset and all yes it is human to be upset but we should come back to balance at the earliest if we want to enjoy peace so if if i am for example if i am losing my peace and i am justifying that if i am becoming angry and i am justifying my anger if i am becoming jealous and i am justifying my jealous jealousy if i am uh, if i am becoming uh, stressed and i am justifying my stress and uh, that is not going to help us improve is not going to help me improve we have to understand this in the name of being authentic many times we justify our our uh, emotions what i am saying is you recognize the emotions you acknowledge the emotions you accept the emotion but then also we have to recognize that we have to move from here to the next stage for example if i am super angry and i i'm angry and i blurted out my anger i expressed my anger by shouting at someone i should not justify my shouting i can recognize that i was angry and then i have to deal with the anger and i have to work with it next time so i have to meditate on it i have to understand where from anger is coming so is it coming from ego is it coming from insecurity is it coming from a past habit because anger can be a habit it is just a habit i never gave a thought to it so and i have to ask questions will i be happy if somebody else is angry and shouts at me am i comfortable if when somebody is shouting at me because this person is authentic and is shouting at me can i accept it can i just remain peaceful is it not hurting me so all this is the process this is what we call as the process of contemplation process of meditation and evolving if we don't evolve if we think that you know just by doing a yin yoga or something and then cry then emotions are gone that is not honestly that's not going to transform us a transformation doesn't happen it is just releasing the emotions from the body for example jump up and down for 25 minutes half an hour two hours do dancing and you feel good that has not really released the emotions many times people think that that is releasing the emotions which are stored up in the body but have we transformed have we changed next time again a difficult situation comes can we react in a in a in a way which we choose can we proactively act on that situation for example next time for example today somebody made me angry wonderful no problem next time again somebody else made me angry can i remain peaceful can i remain calm so that happens only when we work with these emotions so that leads to a state where you remain peaceful and balanced even amidst critical crisis situations in life it doesn't just happen overnight we we have to learn this is a process if i have to uh, if i have to swim i have to learn swimming first if i have to drive a car on roads with a lot of traffic if i have to drive a car in on indian roads or or in uh, somewhere in vietnam or some other places i need to be really uh, trained and practiced for a long time it doesn't happen uh, overnight it takes some time so same way so the drama expresses this this shows that how can a human being still being a human you can experience all the emotions yet you are able to be balanced and peaceful 
so it's not that you are suppressing or repressing your emotions you have moved to the uh, next stage so then this is the whole expression of rama not only this and then rama goes with uh, rama go- was going about to go into the forest alone when rama was about to go into the forest alone his wife sita she says i will follow you what will i do here in the palace without you so wherever you are that is my palace see she, then rama tries to convince her saying that no in the forest it's not comfortable their physical comforts are not there and then you better be in the in the in the palace enjoying the luxuries of a palace because the condition of my stepmother is uh, is only um is only for me not for you then she says no wherever you are that is my palace uh, what is the use of all these luxuries when you are not there around so for me the joy is really uh, it's inside its emotional thing is inside physical comforts and discomforts they don't matter at all it's nothing and she being a princess and uh, born and brought up in a very comfortable way she decides to follow her husband then his younger brother lakshmana he also says uh, bro i will follow you again the same thing uh, rama tells him why you should come okay she is my wife and she says she will follow me and then lakshmana says no so all the time i always liked you and i looked up to you as a role model and uh, you both are going to the forest and even if i am in this palace i cannot enjoy my time i will be only thinking of you and feeling bad for you so so i will be there helping you people out because i know that forests are dangerous so if i am also there it's good and since you are there i am i will i will be happy and you i know you can take care of me so let us go so the three of them they go to the forests they spend there for a long time number of years there is a long journey a lot of uh, things happen during this uh, travel a lot of beautiful things and uh, and the descriptions are very wonderful it's a very poetic book ramayana and then after uh, almost nearing 13 years just one year before a few months uh, before the completion of 13 years uh, rama's wife sita sita was kidnapped by the villain called ravana from sri lanka so he kidnaps her because he looks at her he is a greedy man ravana was a highly successful but extremely greedy so the whole story is again uh, is brought out how greed operates how greed ruins the peace so ravana kidnaps uh, wife of rama that is sita and then he takes her to uh, sri lanka and rama doesn't even know uh, didn't even know what happened where sita was taken away whether some animal ate her or something so he starts searching he was highly emotional rama cries and rama is very sad lot of description so so emotions are there so it's not that he was suppressing any emotions so he was not pretending to uh, be balanced and not having emotions but amidst all these things he used to maintain that balance and follow the laws of nature dharma so even he never violated the dharma or the laws of nature so that is when he was in search of sita when he was going in the forest that is when he met hanuman the story of hanuman comes there he met these uh, vanaras they are like look like 
monkeys they are not really monkeys they look like monkeys because they are not monkeys because they can talk and they can uh, interact and they were very intelligent and they were uh, uh, so they were there was there must be a special species in that time vanara means vanara looks like human being either human being or not human being maybe there were a, there was a particular species with a small tail but uh, they were not monkeys actually many people say monkey god and all it's not monkeys they look like that so hanuman he met hanuman at the time hanuman's boss was sugriva so they met and all all of them promised to help rama because rama in turn promised to help them because they were also in need of some help so rama helped sugriva uh, to kill wali that wali is then another another vanara another monkey god and on the name of that wali only bali is there so because the story of ramayana is spread all over uh, a big uh, big area it's not just confined to india it is in uh, thailand uh, and it's vietnam many countries the story of rama is there so so rama helps them and then they the sorry uh, the vanaras help rama to find sita that is how hanuman jumped across the ocean goes to sri lanka and finds sita finds sita and he comes back with the information and then rama goes for a war with ravana before that lot of things happen he he gives lot of opportunities for ravana to change he sends emissaries to ravana to understand his mistakes but he doesn't then rama goes for the war he kills ravana and gets back his wife so it's the it's a story of rama it at different stages he expresses in different crisis situations how he maintained balance and was doing what needs to be done this is what i keep all, i always tell you we have to do what needs to be done and we have to maintain peace and balance so this is the thing philosophically there is a lot of other meaning to this uh, what rama represents in our life what sita represents and all that so probably i will keep it for another uh, post so so this is the uh, story of ramayana in brief so thank you thanks for listening so if you feel that the quality of this podcast is not so good in terms of content or uh, or the delivery or anything else technically you please write to me uh, in the message because there is no way of giving feedbacks in these podcasts so you can if you like it you can applaud otherwise you can write to me on instagram or facebook messenger or somewhere and tell me or if you want any other topics you can tell me because now everyone is at home so that's how i am thinking also of posting a few more things so that whenever people have time they can listen to these things so enjoy uh, the day there is a mantra for rama i will chant this mantra a few times om shri ram jay ram jay jaya ram om Om Shri Rama Jaya Rama Jaya Jaya Rama Om Om Shri Rama Jaya Rama Jaya Jaya Rama Om so There are lot of things you can find on YouTube and other places with this mantra Shri Rama Jaya Rama Jaya Jaya Rama Om
so this you can find lot of nice with music and everything so have a nice day so i wish all of you to say uh, stay safe and strong peaceful joyful cheerful and enjoy your isolation and the time thank you om om shanti shanti shanti